Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Not So Grateful Dead podcast. Here's your host, Grayson Decker, back at it again with another Halloween episode. This is episode number five, and today we are going to be getting a little spooky with a ghost story. So I hope you're excited. I'm excited. Let's get into it. On January 23rd, 1897, Elva Zona Hester Shue was found dead at the bottom of her stairs. These stairs were the stairs that led up to the second floor of the log home where her and her new husband had lived. Zona and her husband were living in Lewisburg, West Virginia at the time. The two of them had recently married just three months prior to Zona's death. Zona had a neighbor and his name was Andy Jones and he would consistently come over to her house and help her around her house doing chores and stuff like that. And he was actually the one who sadly stumbled upon the body of Elva Zona Hester Shoe. And he was actually just 11 years old during the time of this incident. So that's just so heartbreaking, so very traumatic for him. Initially, Zona Hester Shue's cause of death was ruled a natural death. However, Zona's mother had seen a ghost in the days prior to this, and this ghost was the ghost of Zona. And this ghost of Zona visited her mother for four days continuously, and she described to her mother how she had been, in fact, murdered by her husband, Edward Shue. When Andy Jones found Zona dead at the bottom of the stairs, he immediately ran home to his mother to inform her of what he had just seen. After this, Andy runs to the blacksmith shop, and this is where he informs Edward Shue, Zona's husband. When Edward was informed of what happened to his wife, he appeared to be absolutely distraught. And after this, he immediately goes home and tells someone to call the doctor. It is reported that he sat and held her head and neck the whole time she was being examined by the doctor. Dr. Knapp, the coroner and doctor, determined that Zona's cause of death was an everlasting faint. In today's terms, that would be a heart attack. Edward Shue assisted in the preparation of Zona's body for burial, and during this time, he was reportedly holding her head or spent the majority of the time near her head and neck area. And this is very similar to when she actually died. So what was he trying to cover up? He also put a sheet and an item of clothing around Zona's head and a scarf around her neck. And this was supposedly so she could rest easier and the scarf was her favorite. Mm -hmm. The day following this, Zona's body was buried. About a month later, Zona's mother, Mary Hester, began discussing with her neighbors about how Zona's spirit had appeared to her in her home. Four nights in a row. Zona's spirit was telling her mother that Edward was the one who was responsible for her death. The story that the spirit or ghost gave Mary Hester began with explaining to her how Edward was just a really cold individual, and not only this, but he was an abusive husband to Zona as well. The story continues on 
And the fateful night of January 23rd, Edward had broken Zona's neck in a fit of rage. Mary Hester and her brother-in-law headed down to talk to John A. Preston, who was the prosecutor for Lewisburg at the time. Preston initially found these statements to be completely and totally false, but after he questioned Mary Hester for, for multiple hours, sorry, he changed his mind. When Dr. Knapp was informed of this information, that Zona may have actually died from strangulation instead of a heart attack, he admits that he could have possibly misdiagnosed the cause of Zona's death. When Edward Shue was more thoroughly looked into, investigators found that Edward Shue was not actually his real name, but Erasmus Stribling Trout Shue was, which very hard to say in my opinion, but I digress. <laughs> not only this, but he had served time in the penitentiary and he had been married twice before marrying Zona. Not only just married to these women, but both of these women had actually died of unusual circumstances. Hmm, seems a little suspicious if you ask me, but I digress. Edward's first wife had died from supposedly falling off of a haystack and breaking her neck, and his second wife had died from a rock landing on her head while repairing the chimney in the home. After all of this damning evidence coming to light, Zona's body was ordered to be exhumed. After Zona's body was exhumed, another autopsy was carried out. The autopsy showed investigators some interesting things. Zona's neck was broken and her windpipe was crushed. There were finger marks around her neck and she had torn and ripped ligaments in her neck. It was more than obvious that Zona had been strangled. After this, Edward Shue was arrested and charged with the murder of Zona. On June 22nd, 1897, sorry my voice is going in and out, the jury deliberated for just one hour and ten minutes. After this deliberation, it is announced that the jury found Edward Shue guilty of murder. And this was actually proved through circumstantial evidence. It wasn't the ghost testimony, but Edward Shue was sentenced to life in prison. This case still remains to be one of the only cases ever where a ghost has helped solve a case, which I thought was just so fucking cool. Like, yes, Queen Zona. You come back, even when you're gone and no longer on earth, you come back in your ghostly form and you, you get your justice, queen, because you deserve it. I love it. It's just so cool. But that is a case of Elva Zona Hester Shoe. So yeah, the green briar ghost is what she is called. And I love it. It was a really good story. All right, you guys, so that brings episode five of our Halloween special to a close. I hope you enjoyed it. I have enjoyed it. I know that they're like kind of shorter episodes, but I hope you're having fun. I am having a great time doing these. They are so fun, so different from what I would normally do, and yeah, 
I think that's about it. Make sure you go comment and like that Instagram or Facebook post and follow me on Instagram or Facebook for a chance to win a spooky basket, okay? Because I want to give it to you. All right. I hope you have a lovely day and I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs>